wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of a wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B.
That's right, that's right. The guys and gals of the of the Octagon will be live this Saturday going down there at the Vivant Arena in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the UFC will be going for UFC 278. Folks, one heck of a card going on. Some of the names you might not know, some of the names we're not too familiar with, but there are some big names and a belt on the line. Let's break things down right here as the main card, starting on off with the lightweight division as Tyson Pedro will be taking on Harry Hucksucker. That is someone out there trying to make a name, folks. That will open up the main card there on Saturday. Then, followed up, we'll have the women's bantamweight division as Wu Yuan will be taking on Lucy Pulukovia in the in the bantamweight division there for the women's. Looks like Lucy is the favorite going into that fight. We'll keep an eye on that one. Then follow that up. How about a name you might hear of? How about in the men's bantamweight division, the number three ranked Jose Alda. He'll be taking on the number six ranked Murab Devili. He is definitely Jose and himself trying to make a statement and a run back at another title shot, folks. We cannot wait to see Jose back in the ring. As you all know, his big last match uh, going down in the record books was that big famous knockout from Conor McGregor. That's right. So ever since then, he's been trying to make the splash back on the scene. Now ranked number three. Will he move up into, like I said, that title fight? After Saturday night, we'll keep an eye on him. Then, in the co-main event of the evening, that's right, in the middleweight division, it's the number sixth-ranked Paulo Costa. He'll be taking on UFC veteran, that's right, Luke Rockhold, folks. This match supposed to happen a while back. Rockhold has had some injuries in the past. We do know this. He is a former champ. Will Costa have enough for Rockhold? Let me know what you guys think out there on E's and B's land. And last but not least, the main event of the evening. That's right. The number two ranked Leon Edwards in the welterweight division will be going up against the reigning, defending welterweight champion of the world, Kara Yusman. That's right. Kara definitely looking to set another record defending that welterweight belt. We'll have to wait and see if Leon Edwards now getting a second stab at it. Will he know something better than he did last time? Or will Usman come out on top? And we'll be talking about maybe the greatest UFC fighter ever in Carl Usman, folks. We'll have all the winners, losers, and every story you need to know coming out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and UFC 278 right here on the best. Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch it up from the octagon to the diamond. It's a good day at summer camp, Coney, when you had a full day of baseball activities. You know, you weren't in the... High drive, left field, there it goes! See ya! 100 RBIs for Aaron Judge, 46 home runs. There you have it, all rise for Aaron Judge as he is knocking down that home run race for 61. They're hitting 46 as we spoke last week here on the podcast. We knew there was just a matter of time before he gets 
things going and keeps knocking them down, chasing that big number there in towards the end of the season here. Has had a little stall out in the last couple days, but that's all right. We know that things can pick right back up, and he can hit as many as two to three in just one game. But we'll have a closer eye on the home run race right here on the podcast coming up next week. How about let's break down that wild card as things keep heating up there in the MLB, starting off over in the American League. How about the New York Yankees? They're 73-45, and 45, 10 games up in the East. Cleveland Indians, they are 63 and 55. They're only a game up on those twins. Those guys bouncing back and forth for that lead there in the Central. Now, out in the West, it's the Houston Cheating Astros. They're 76 and 43, 11 games up there in the West. Now, switch over to the National League. How about the New York Mets? They're 76 and 42, four and a half games up in the East. Switching on over to the St. Louis Cardinals, who are 65 and 61. Three games up now on the Brew Crew. Those two games are those two teams battling that one out there in the Central. And last but not least, it's the LA Pay Me Dodgers at 81 and 35. 17 games up, rocking the West out here. That's right. That's how things set right now, folks, in the actual standings. Let's talk about the wild card, though. In the American League, Minnesota is holding a one game lead over Toronto. Also, there in the wild card, Seattle, Tampa Bay still snugly in there as things are winding down here in the last month of play. Now, over in the National League, San Diego, they've got two games up on the Brew Crew. Atlanta and the Phillies, they also as well holding those other two snug spots there for the wild card. Folks, we're going to have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know leading all the way up to MLB postseason 2022 right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast, keeping it going. Let's switch things up. Go from the diamond to the racetrack. Distance. Now, one lap to go. Presented by Credit One Bank. Kevin Harvick. Great The 20 has closed the gap. He's within five car lengths of Kevin Harvick as they come to the final turn. Just not enough time. Kevin Harvick is going to win at Richmond. He goes back to back. There you have it. They call him the closer. That's right, the closer himself. Congratulations to the number four machine of Kevin Harvick last week, pulling off back-to-back wins there in the NASCAR Cup Series. And folks, now heating up at the right time. That's right, the closer himself, Kevin Harvick, getting hot here at the end of the season and putting the extra pressure there on those other drivers as we have one, folks. That's right, just one. Spot left open for those playoffs coming up ever so close. Will, this weekend at Watkins Glen, those road course ringers be a difference maker? Or or will those people like Blaney, Truex, Dylan, Wallace, those guys that are so, so desperate, do anything they will 
to make that winner's circle there at Watkins Glen. We'll keep an eye on that. And don't forget, coming up next week, it's the other wild card, the deciding factor. That's right, Daytona going down. We're going to have all the stories going into both races coming up on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up in the racing talk. How about sprint car talk? That's right, something we don't talk very much or enough about here on the E's and B's. But I had a little side note here. Gotta bring up Donnie Shantz. That's right, the baddest outlaw dirt sprint car driver in the world. Donnie, last weekend winning there at the Knoxville Nationals, proving that he is the baddest dude on dirt. Coming home with that big check and that big trophy for Tony Stewart on Haas Racing. Congratulations to them. And man, oh man, what a weekend there for Tony Stewart. Definitely sweeping there the Knoxville Nationals. And then turn around on Sunday, his senior driver getting back-to-back wins in the uh, NASCAR division. So congratulations there to uh, the hometown boy, Tony Stewart, as seems like his racing programs are picking up at the right time so very very cool stuff let's switch things up to how about those crazy figure eight guys that's right the outlaw figure eights going down this weekend how about you guys travel down to southern indiana at jeffersonville the sports drum will be having the outlaw figure eights on track folks some of the e's and b's veterans like the tunnies and possibly just possibly our boy matt smith might be making that trip down there so keep an eye out for that crossville or excuse me, crossover traffic, probably having some of that live there on Facebook. If not, check back with us right here next week as we'll be having some of the winners, losers, and stories from everything coming out of Sports Drum right here on the podcast. Plus, don't forget, coming up in a short couple weeks, that's right, we're going to have another outlaw figure eight driver back on here to talk about the world's largest outlaw figure eight three-hour race going down, of course, in just a short, short few weeks there in September at the Indianapolis Speed Drum. So we'll be having a driver right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast to break down that race. So make sure you guys check it out and do not miss it. All right, keeping it going. How about still in the roundy round world going down right here in the home state of Colorado at Colorado Astro Speedway this weekend, getting back on track. That's right. Our friends, our partners, the people that we love to support there at Team Hilton and Team Abeda. Both going on track this weekend as McCrista in the oh, 06. We'll be back in the pro trucks. And then, of course, Jordan Abeda in the 23. He'll be making his debut in the late model division, folks. If you're going to be local right here in the Colorado area, make sure you guys go down to Colorado National Speedway Saturday night for some live badass short track racing as some of our friends. That's right. The team Hilton and team Abeda will be live in action we're gonna have all the stories and keep you up to date with everything we got right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports keeping it going how about let's switch it up from the roundy round to the strip that's right no prep talk how about last weekend some action there in ohio over at pacemakers unfortunately rain being the deciding factor in the final as hong and perry were due to battle it out two of the baddest some might say front side racers, no prep, small tire guys there in Ohio. We were definitely licking our chops to see that race, but unfortunately, Mother Nature had a different decision. So those guys split. 
there in Kentucky. How about Team Meatball? Shout out to them. As Doc Holliday taking home some money there last weekend. And then, of course, last but not least, there in Michigan last last Saturday, it was Roadkill Nights. Everybody was watching that there on the YouTube. Some of the baddest racers up there running down Woodward Avenue. A dream for some. And uh, definitely Team SRC and the Mac Boys, two of the people I was keeping an eye on, were up there. I got to say, Billy the Kid, he uh, definitely was laying down some licks in the Falcon. That's right, not the truck. He took the Falcon up there. Uh, with some of the rules, it, it enabled Tommy to uh, get behind the wheel. So it definitely uh, put the test to Billy. But let me say, man, he was laying some sick, sick passes down. But I'm not sure if it was as sick as the pass that I think was the best. Coming out of Team Mac, that's right. Adam in the gap train, folks. Man, go back, check out my uh, Facebook. I posted the videos. My man was three-wheeling damn near the whole way down. Badass rips uh, there last weekend from gap train. So congratulations to all those guys that got to go up there and do that some very very cool stuff and like i said uh making some dreams come true how about this weekend we got some races going down there in ohio we got magnolia that's right uh tad and jim's track's gonna be having some action along with don't forget up in michigan we got uh minland that's right ohio grudge racing shout out to josh robinson as the world series of no prep stop for will be there at Minland. So make sure you guys are checking out Ohio Grudge Racing's uh, YouTube page for all the action for that. Also, make sure you guys are checking out Stripper Glitter's page for all the action going down from Magnolia. And then also, last but not least, we heard the word from the bird who is back. That's right, our buddy. We're so happy to see he's feeling better. That's right, Limpy back on the uh, YouTube waves and uh, announcing earlier this week that possibly, just possibly, he might be squeezing out of the house and getting to some scrapes action this weekend. So make sure you guys still send that love to Lempy as he's still on the recovery road. Our thoughts and prayers are always going to be with him. And I cannot wait to see him here in just a short four weeks down at War in the Woods. With that, that's all the uh, no prep I've got. Hot last but not least, let's talk about MPK. That's right, no prep kings returning back live last weekend there in Tulsa. But unfortunately, under some very... Very sad circumstances as uh, one of the head producers, his name, all I know is Mike, um, very loved by all it seemed, lost his life un un unexpectedly there on Thursday night before the actual weekend kicked off, shook the world. Um, our thoughts and prayers are with everyone in the No Prep King uh, series out there, including everyone from Pilgrim to Discovery. Our thoughts and prayers are with everybody out there as obviously, like I said, it shook that racing community pretty, pretty hard. With that being said, they ended up not filming last weekend's race for the TV show, and uh, it was a non-points race. Uh, in the end, though, some big names on the top and some big cars out there, that's for sure, came down to none other than Nola's Lizzie Musi and Team X. That's right, the man from Florida, the, the most controversial uh, no-prep-king racer, in my opinion. That's right, Justin Swanstrom. In the end, Team Swan Gang pulling it out. Congratulations to them after uh, definitely trial and error with that guy all season long so far. Coming back, unfortunately for him, a non-points race, so it will not help him in the uh, point standings, but definitely moving him up on the money pocket side. So congratulations to them. I know it's going to build their confidence. Those guys are off this week. They'll be back next week in I 
the hoe. That's right, land of the potato. So we'll be talking about that right here on the podcast. Make sure you guys are staying tuned for that. Also, make sure you go check out No Prep Fam Steve for all the pit tours and live action going on every No Prep King Series race there is. And uh, with that, that's all I got this week on the sunny side. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to get into the meat. That's right. It's Friday night. Lights talk. How about some football? We're going to break down high school, college, and NFL next. You're listening to the A's and B's podcast. In the nation this year for high school football is D. Lyle South 
High School of Concord, California, folks. Very, very cool stuff. I know this. I never really played high school through my, uh, or I never played high school football. I really wish I would have, but it was one of my favorite things to do while being in high school was going to that Friday night game, enjoying all my buddies out there putting their heart, heart and sweat and, and tears on the line for their school. It's always a cool thing. Make sure you guys, please, if you have any students out there, at least attend one high school game a year. It don't just help them. It helps out everyone in that community. So very, very cool stuff. Let's now switch over from high school and break down three games that you're going to need to watch week one coming up in the NCAA season opener weekend. That's right, college football. Hey, we cannot wait. As we know, there's going to be some awesome, awesome action across the board very, very soon. And this, obviously, is what will be the stars of tomorrow in the NFL. So college, we love to keep an eye on here at the E's and B's. Not really a dominant fan favorite of any certain team here at the E's and B's, as we just love college football across the board. How about this, folks? Opening weekend, make sure you guys keep an eye out for these three games. How about this one? This one was a shocker to some and a shocker to most, but... Game you should keep an eye on, maybe not so much for the competitive factor, but for the team that's actually getting some limelight. How about Colorado State University will be traveling up to Michigan to take on the Michigan Wolverines. That's right, folks. Big opener in Michigan there for CSU. CSU going to a Big Ten school to see how they can compete with one of the best in the Big Ten. It will be cool for us here in Fort Collins to see CSU on the TV screen, and we'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. The second game you need to keep an eye out for opening weekend there for college football. How about this? It's the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They'll be traveling up to Ohio. That's right. They'll be taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes, folks. A huge, huge game for the Buckeyes and the Fighting Irish as both teams Seem to be highly ranked going preseason or going into the season here. And very, very possible that these two teams could maybe see each other one more time in the playoffs later on this year. But a very big opening game for both Notre Dame and Ohio State. Last but not least, the other game I suggest that you check out opening weekend there in the college world. How about the U? Tall Utes. They'll be traveling up to, or down to, excuse me, the Florida Gators. That's right, going on there in Florida. And I gotta see if the Utes will be able to bounce back from an awesome, awesome display last season, putting their name in the hat as one of the top competitors. Will they be able to duplicate that, folks? We'll keep an eye on those three games here in just a couple weeks when the NCAA college football kicks off. The last thing I got here to talk about on the college side, I did mention it. How about announced this week? That's right, the Big Ten signing for big money. That's right, big TV money. How about $7 billion? That's right, now to become one of the biggest markets out there. They'll be seen all across the nation on each and every channel that you can imagine, no matter what package you do have. Now, the Big Ten and SEC the two big powerhouses in college football taking all the money and taking over, in my opinion. And it was announced as well 
Big Ten is not done yet. Looking to possibly expand. That's right, coming up in the future. And that seven mil or that seven billion could turn into ten very, very soon with way, way more coverage. So keep your eyes peeled, folks, as college football has been turned upside down with all this money. And now the big schools are looking to be going to big places so they can be all on that TV screen, folks. We'll have all the college football news and notes and everything you need to know all season long right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Last thing we got here on this week's meet. That's right. Let's switch it up to the NFL. That's right. The big boys. Where the big boys play going on in camp. Camp one week left before it wraps up. That's right. Preseason game two kicking off last night and Falling through tonight and tomorrow. Make sure you guys check it out. Also, don't forget, Monday night will have its first preseason game coming up this Monday. So, very, very cool stuff. But, the talk of the NFL going on this weekend. How about the QB status there for the Cleveland Browns as it was announced there on Thursday. Deshaun, I didn't touch him. Watson, now suspended for not six games, folks. It's been bumped up to 11 That's right, 11 games, and now he was fined $5 million after that as well, and now will not receive any game day checks, this now equaling out to $5,666,000. Very interesting stuff, and also on top of that, it will make his return date, folks, going up against none other than his former team, the Houston Texans. What a coincidence. Definitely, definitely a lot of people sounding off there all over the social media about this situation. Now we know this. It'll be on Brisket's shoulders there in Cleveland as he will become the starting quarterback there for the first uh, 10 to 11 games. Maybe, who knows, we'll see how he's doing as a It comes time for Watson to come back, but very, very interesting news starting off there in the NFL. Other things going on there in camp. How about we didn't talk about it because it didn't happen yet, but out in Jets camp last weekend, game one, the QB one. That's right. Zach Wilson going down, now having to have surgery and will be out. That puts the old veteran back in the starting spot, Joe Flacco, Flacco, whatever you want to call him. Right there as your starter in New York. So, not very high hopes for the old J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. That's right. The Jets looking to suck some more. So, we can't wait to see that. Awesome stuff there. And then last, there in Carolina, it seems that Baker Mayfield will be announced as the week one starter. As he seems to be the more dominant over Sam Darnold. Also, uh, Drew Locke and Geno Smith still battling it out in Seattle along with now I think it looks like Mitchell Trubisky over Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh so most of the quarterback situations now figured out as we go like I said one week left there in camp also keep an eye out folks things are getting chippy as uh, shared practices have began and been going on teams like the Pats and the Panthers fighting two days in a row also the Colts and Lions so Very chippiness going. People are ready. That's right, folks. We cannot wait. We're going to have all 
the football, NFL, college, and who knows, maybe even high school. News you need to know right here every week on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. That's all I got this week on the meet. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's our favorite segment of the show. That's right, the scrambled. And we're going to be talking some wrestling. You're listening to the A's and B's podcast. Keep rolling back as the fired and released are showing back up at WWE Hit Row. Now, the names that the rolling back through the door there on Friday. Obviously, one member shy as a Swerve is the tag team champion over on the other channel. But we're just one week away from Clash at the Castle. That's right, WWE's pay-per-view going down across the pond. And all the big names are going to be on the card. We cannot wait. Also announced earlier this week, ticket sales going on sale for WrestleMania next year in Hollywood. And record sales announced as over 49,000, they say, for each day have already been sold. And the possibility of the head of the table, that's right, the champion himself, Roman Reigns, going up against his own blood. That's right. The Rock. That's right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's the possibility of the main event that everybody is leaning towards for next year's WrestleMania. But that's still several, several months away. What we cannot wait for. That's right here at the E's and B's is coming up next week. That's right. The pay-per-view. Like I said, some big, big names. We know Drew McIntyre trying to take that belt away from Roman in his homeland, will things change hands over there? Plus, like we said, some of the big names still yet to appear. People are expecting names like Fiend still to make his return to the WWE. We'll definitely keep an eye. But the other rumor this week there in WWE land is a AEW current signed star has been approached and asked to possibly come back to the WWE. Now speculation on who that wrestler could be. Has been all across the board. Our expectations here, or our expectations here, 
has to be none other than John Moxley, other than the fact that we've seen some pictures earlier this week of Seth Rollins at a GCW event, obviously checking out his homeboy there, John Moxley, in that wrestling event. So we've got to think it would not be none other than him himself, but we'll have to wait and see now. Don't look, don't look too far, because we do know this with Cody now over there. He could possibly persuade some of those stars that went there in the first place to get away from McMahon to maybe come back. We'll have to wait and see. We're still not to 100% on Cody and Triple H's relationships as it stands now. So very, very interesting stuff still going on in the WWE world. What other big shocks will we have going down tonight on SmackDown? As we'll keep an eye out for that. And then obviously next week, the go-home shows there for Raw and SmackDown. We'll break all that stuff down right here next week on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Now, let's switch it on up to the other channel. And now, he has held, frankly, an unbelievable amount of singles titles. He is a two-time never-overweight six-man tag team champion After 277 days, the former champion, Kenny Omega. And I gotta say, folks, after last week's return and surprise from CM Punk, we get another one this week there with Kenny Omega and almost as equal, if not more, of an ovation for Kenny Omega on Wednesday night as he teamed up there in the trios match to close it out with his buddies, the Young Bucks, as they uh, definitely knocked off Andrade and Rush and Dragon Lee on Wednesday night to advance in that trios tournament. But going down on Wednesday, it was an amazing banger. That's right, folks. All kinds of stuff. How about the blow-up between Moxley and CM Punk? Folks, go back, check that out. Some of the best promos to date right now between those two. And uh, the skirmish was real. There was a lot of throws or fists being thrown, and it took a lot of people to separate these two. Now, they announced later that night, Wednesday, on this Wednesday coming up, live in Cleveland, Ohio. That's right. Dynamite will have the main event between CM Punk and John Moxley for the Unification AEW Championship. We cannot believe that Tony is putting this on live TV as we are just a couple weeks away from their next pay-per-view all out in CM Punk land. That's right, Chicago. So very, very interesting stuff that he would be putting this big marquee of a matchup on free TV, risking those uh, 
pay-per-view vi- pay-per-view buys, let's face it, that's got to be questionable. I definitely am definitely thinking about that here in our, our uh, compound as we cannot believe that he would throw away a match like that. But also keep in mind there could be some shenanigans. I was telling LB and the wrestling sisters this morning, what if, just what if, we get a badass match next week, but it ends in a disqualification. Therefore, this story continues on to all out. That's the only thing. Besides bringing a third man in, or third man in, which I do not want them to do, that's the only thing I can see maybe possibly happening. But let's not shy away, shy away from the other thing that stole the show there on Wednesday night. That's right, folks. The opening event of the evening, a best two out of threes falls count between the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, and the Dragon Slayer himself, Daniel Garcia, with Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat, ringside as the guest timekeeper, folks. This match was chef's kiss. Go back, check it out. One of the best technical matches I've seen all year long. These two laying on the line. I'm not sure how either one of them walked out of that one. A hands down, one heck of a match. And I got to say, afterwards, that's what shocked me even more. This is what they were chanting. said it himself he's a wrestler not a sports entertainer and of course that not making our boy Jericho very happy as Daniel Garcia looking to possibly turn his back on the Jericho Appreciation Society will definitely keep an eye on that as now it seems next week that's going to be coming to a head and see which side does Garcia choose in my opinion he will fit in way way better than Willer Utah there in the back Blackpool Combat Club, in my opinion. But we'll have to wait and see how things shake out next week there on Dynamite or in Ohio there. Be very, very interesting stuff. We're going to break down all the winners, losers, and every story you need to know coming out of the wrestling world. Last thing I got here on the scramble. Hey, if you're local here in the Colorado area going down this weekend, that's right. It's some of the baddest 
wrestlers here in the state of Colorado at Rocky Mountain Pro as it is their pay-per-view. No rules. Make sure you guys check it out if you are local. If not, check it out live there on Twitch as they are the baddest wrestling on Twitch. That's Rocky Mountain Pro. Big shout out to Matt Yaden, Remy, Dustin, Balaam. Lilith and all the wrestlers there at Rocky Mountain Pro. Make sure you guys go give them a follow. Let them know that Eddie B from the A's and B sent you. With that, that's going to wrap up the scrambled like a burrito. Stay tuned. Coming up next, I'm going to get her in here. We're going to break things down. That's right. It's the toast. You're listening to the A's and B's podcast, baby. Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answered a no, man, I still go Go, go Everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. I'd like to welcome back, making her return, my Friday night head cheerleader, my Friday night chick. It's the Miss Lovely LB. Nice. Absolutely. Taking a little time off here, as you know. The last couple of weeks have been very, very busy, along with very, very sickness here at the E's and B's compound, as I talked about last week. Now everybody on their road back to 100%, but it's awesome to have you back. Thank you. Um, as we know, we'll get things started here on the toast. Got a lot to dive through, but let's start out with those shout-outs. I want to give a big shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Also, shout-out to Carolina Performance and Dino's Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to De- Bang That Lights, Destry Turner. Shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Shout out to my boy Limpy. Glad to see you're back, man. Feeling a little bit better. Still on that recode to recovery or on that road to recovery. Make sure you guys go give Limpy some love. He's definitely uh gonna be a little bit before he gets back to 100. percent But the word on the streets, he might be back very very soon. So can't wait for that. But shout out to him and Happy. Also want to give a shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Backwoods Garage. Shout out to Bubba Phillips. Shout out to Young and Boosted. Shout out to SRC. Shout out to Turbo John. Shout out to the Tunnies. Shout out to Team Hilton. Go get them this week in McCrista. Round two in the Pro Trucks, folks. One of the baddest female drivers west of the Mississippi out here at Colorado National Speedway. Make sure you check her out. That's Team Hilton, McCrista Hilton in the up six. Also, shout out to Team Abeda, Jordan Abeda, E's and B's veteran here. Also making his debut in the late model division, number 23. So check them out this weekend at Colorado National Speedway. Some of the baddest, youngest drivers out there. Also want to give a shout out to my boys, Neil, Tony, Ty, Brian, and oh, my peeps at The Green Solution, 810 North College. Check out The Green Solution for oh, your cannabis needs. What up? No. The new one. All right, LB, let's keep it going. How about this coming up soon? Going to have some special guests in the works. We're looking to have Quinn Sherman. That's right. The racer, promoter, no prep, street outlaw himself. We'll be having him on here in the next few weeks to talk about his race going down there in Kentucky in October. Do not want to miss that. Also, we got my new friend, 
Clifton Cottle. That's right, my friend Clifton will be on the show to be talking about some of the promotions he's got left this season as well on the no prep side. So, folks, keep your eyes out. Check us out. The new website up and going. That's right, easembees.org. Check it out. Very, very cool stuff. It'll give you updates on everything we got coming going and where you can find us at also give you those links to our merch page go select that check us out every little bit helps we got everything from stickers to shirts five to 45 dollars you name it go check us out that's easingbees.org the brand new website is up and rolling Yay! also lauren as we always talk each and every week the youtube push is creeping Mm -hmm. we need to get to that thousand subscribers very very soon because folks i'm here to tell you in a short five weeks, I'm going to be making a trip out to Indiana for war in the woods. And I'm telling you, you want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to be able to be there with me, but every sure subscription can. there on YouTube will help me out. Therefore, I can go get you some live footage uh, while I'm going to be there. It's going to be one of the baddest last races of the fall. You do not want to miss it. So go help us out there on YouTube. All these other... Uh, promoters and media groups out there hitting their goals we're just trying to hit a measly thousand give us some help spread the word that's ease and b's youtube also if you're a race car driver wrestler or just a plain old athlete out there trying to promote yourself get us at ease and b's podcast at gmail.com give us your story we'll get back to you and get you on air that's ease and b's podcast at gmail.com if you want to be on the show all right, Lauren, with that, that's pushing me over to this day in spots. This week, a trivia question I got for you, and I do not expect you to know the answer because I didn't. I want to guess. But here we go. How about this? Who was the first person to drive over 300 miles per hour on land? Um, I'm going to guess his name was... Uh... His first name was uh, Mark. Ooh, close, but no cigar. How about this? Sir Malcolm Campbell of England became the first person to travel 300 miles per hour on land on September 3rd, 1935, in his six-ton Bluebird car at the Bonneville Salt Flats in Utah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Those were just recent, by the way. Unfortunately, getting canceled due to the weather kind of sucks. Anyhow. The 50-year-old Campbell reached a top speed of 301.587 miles per hour. He broke his own previous record of 276.816 set at the Daytona Beach, Florida on March 7th in 1935. Campbell broke the land speed record nine times in his lifetime, the first in 1924. He broke the water speed record on four occasions. With a high of 141.74 miles an hour <laughs> on Constitution wa- Water in l- the Lake of uh, Cambria, England. That was on August 14th, 1939. And that Damn. is this day in spouts. That was almost. Dude's on fire. A fast century as hell. ago. Yeah. Though. I mean, but that was listen. Almost 100 years ago. Broke the speed record nine times on land and. The Four water record. Water. Man. Um, mm. Stand to go. Stand to go to that guy. Absolutely. All right. With that, that's all I got this week. It's now time finally to turn it over to LB and get her notes. And of course, re yo Okay. Well, Friday, August 19th, 
Um, also happens to be World Humanitarian Day. Ooh, nice. Bow tie day. Get that bow tie. Not Orangutan day. They're <laughs> yeah, they're only about like one uh, molecule different yeah. from from humans. Some so. of them are smarter than some humans I know. Anyway. Oh, for sure. Um, Kool Aid day. Oh yeah. Uh, National Aviation Day, nice, nice. Men's Grooming Day, Keep them nice and trim. <laughs> Photography Day, uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, Potato Day, Ward. what? Shout out to Caitlin Ward Photography. There you go. And um, Soft Ice Cream Day, which nice. I didn't know soft ice cream was different. Yeah, there's a couple, couple of different ice kinds. Cream. Yep, we can dive into that some other day. Um, happy birthday, John Stamos, Coco Ooh. Chanel, Fat Joe, Bill Clinton, and Nate Dog. Nobody. One of the best to ever do it. Oh, I know. Let's see. Saturday, the 20th of August is Homeless Animal Day. Awesome. Bacon Lovers Day. Ooh. Chocolate pecan pie day, which seems very specific. Don't think I've ever had chocolate pecan pie. Um, National Radio Day. Awesome. World Love the radio. Honey Bee Day and Lemonade Day. Also, happy birthday to Demi Lovato and Amy Adams. Happy birthday. Uh, Sunday, the 21st of August is National Senior Citizens Day. Woo! Be nice to a senior Be nice citizen to good every day, actually. Spumoni Day is also on Sunday, so get yourself some Spumoni. Awesome stuff. Well, with that, it's that time. Let's rip your city. Okay, this ten, uh, this week's top 10 cities that happen to be number 10, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston? Number 9 is Indianapolis, Indiana. Number 8 is Candler, North. North! All right, go ahead, go ahead. Carolina. Yeah, we know it. Number 7 is Vancouver, British Columbia. Thank you so much. Canada, our friends to the north. Eight. Eight. Number 6, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dropping. What happened? Big time, big shake-up. Who we got here? Denver, Colorado. You calling hard, yes, huh? Yes, Number 5 is uh, Broomfield, Shout Colorado. Shout out Broomfield. Thank you so much. Yeah, for Charlotte. North Carolina. Thank you so much, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Number three is Frankfurt, Germany. Germany. Number two is Fort Collins. The hometown. And that's right, folks. A new number one. Who is it? It's not Denver. That's right. It's Denver. my old hometown. Shout out. Yeah. A-Town down, baby. Anderson, much love. Indiana. Much love. Thank you guys so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Leave us a comment. Like LB always says, give us that five-star review. Please, please, please. Pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend. Tell a family. Tell someone about this podcast. And until next week, you know the drill. Make sure you eat your breakfast. Have a badass weekend. Peace.